the Hog Call Podcast. Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call in your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like. We're on them all. Listen to the Hog Call Podcast live at iPatio.com. The only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored Razorback podcast created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way, allowing other Razorback fans to find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support us financially at our Patreon page. Even one dollar go a long way in updating our equipment or providing server space to store episodes. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Call and leave a voicemail at 812-805-0110 or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty good, Chad. How are you tonight? Well, you know, (laughs) after that uh, Kentucky fiasco, I could definitely be better. Oh, that's right. Damn. Jump right into it. Yeah, that's... That wasn't a, that wasn't fun, man. I thought we had him. I was ready to celebration. Well, I, agree. I agree. We got taken away from us by ourselves. Totally agree with that. I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, but uh, you know, I guess you just got to. You know, you just got to. Uh, you just got to keep pushing forward. You know. You just got to keep uh, keep on moving forward and, and see what happens. But, hey, you know, uh, I, I've been kind of down and out about that. But, you know, I guess we got a lot of good stuff to look forward to. We got uh, hockey. We got baseball. You know, uh, even though we took a loss in baseball, at least we won the series. So, Yeah, I mean, uh, the the – baseball teams eight and one they won one two out of three at usc um you know the team last year that finished runner-up in the nation mm-hmm. they didn't even win that team last year didn't win a road series all all year non-conference or conference oh, wow. so that was that's uh so you know we even winning the series is pretty good the one loss 10 innings they beat memphis wednesday 10 to 3 um and uh, had a double header today against stony brook and won three to one and four to three so sitting eight one um Got a little another three game winning streak going. Going to look for the sweep tomorrow against Stony Brook. So not bad. And hockey's, of course, we talked about it there in regionals. Um, you know, be down here in Tampa things. Bay. I'm a huge hockey fan too. And uh, goodness gracious, everybody was like, "Hey, how the?" You know, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the Lightning just for a second. I know we don't never no come talk pro hey, teams and stuff. Oh, that's here. all right. Man. Let's do it. You know, the Lightning is just kicking everybody's butt. And, and uh, they just had a little situation where they, they they played the Bruins and lost. And everybody's like, oh, you know, Bruins is the uh, second best team in the 
in the nation and so on and so forth, which really isn't true. They're really the third best team in the nation. Their scoring is third in the nation, not second in the nation. And we're first in the nation. I think they're at like 89 points per game, and or not per game, for the year, and we're at 120-something for the year. So we're really stomping them pretty good. But the thing that people don't realize is we played three away games in a row and then came back for that fourth game. And you wonder, like, why they lost. Well, they were tired. They were just tired, you know. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think they'll be okay. But that's all I have to say about that. I, you know, I just know some of the out-of-states folks kind of r- ribbing me and stuff like that. And, look, if you don't have a hockey team, if you're in Arkansas and, and you're not a, uh, a fan of uh, National Hockey League, uh, well, I mean, now's the time to, to be a fan, you know, and Tampa Bay's a young team. It's a fun team to watch, you know, get on the lightning train, you know, hop, hop aboard the uh, lightning bus. Uh, we've already won the one Stanley cup, probably going to win one this year. And, and it's just going to get, uh, it's just going to get better and better. So, so, so start watching those, those lightning games while you can. And again, nice. you know, when it comes to Razorback hockey, you know, uh, yeah, we got a chance to make a little bit of a run, so I'm pretty excited about that. We'll see where that uh, we'll see where that goes. All right, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm I'm definitely rooting for the Lightning. Um, I was looking at their schedule; got about another month and a week till the playoffs, so so they got some time to you know stay atop, and that's exciting for you, man. I don't really have a hockey team, so I'll take the Lightning any day. Excellent, yeah. And my thing is, too, I keep vacillating for basketball. I want, like, an NBA team, right? So I grew up in Arkansas, and I grew up there in the 90s, obviously. And uh, Jordan was my guy because he was everybody's guy, right? And I watched almost every Bulls game because they were super exciting. And we had one of these uh, satellites out in the pasture, uh, by the house and the satellite had a crank on it we'd crank it over and and aim it at the espn satellite and watch the uh espn game that's probably back y'all people probably don't even know about this stuff anymore but anyway that was back when you had these big giant satellites that were like the size of a, a bedroom just huge giant satellite tvs but they were really nice because you could pick up all kinds of channels uh, but my point is, is you know, I got really into the Bulls, and I watched the Bulls really heavily, and then I felt like basketball just kind of fell off, and I, I just didn't watch a lot of basketball for a long time. And then I started watching uh, the Thunder over in Oklahoma, and got really into the Thunder uh, during college, and so on and so forth. And then I started keeping up with the Heat a little bit down here, and that was exciting and fun had lebron james over there at the time and so they won a championship and so on and so forth but um you know i just don't have a i just don't have an nba team i wish there was an nba team that was like you know that i could just get on board with if tampa know? bay had if tampa bay had like hey tampa bay's getting an nba team i bet you'd be like oh there we go no matter <laughs> that's it right there yeah, like I would buy in a hundred percent, and I feel like that's where I need to be as far as NBA. I need a team where I can just root for them a hundred percent, win, lose, or draw. You know, like with the Razorbacks, I'm still rooting for them even if they lose. You know, every single game, I'm oh, still yeah. rooting for them. But uh, yeah, there ain't nothing uh, like the Razorbacks. But yeah, pro teams are yeah, it's yeah, good to have more than the Hogs. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
I don't know because you know they just they play on different games. It's a different level of play and stuff. So you know it's exciting to watch that. But obviously you know the Hogs are my uh, they're my go-to. If if I, if I have a choice between a pro game of anything and a hog game of anything, I'm watching hog game. Oh, that's for sure. So how about this girl that knocked in all those home those home runs, man? Yeah, for uh, softball, she had a uh, goodness man, gracious. Uh, I know we don't talk home run much about women's sport, but my goodness, well, I think when they hit a noticeable when, when they hit a home run cycle, not just a cycle, which is you know a single, double, triple, and home run. She had a home run cycle. So she had a solo home run, a two run home run, a three run home run, and a grand slam in the same game. Four home That's runs ridiculous. in a row. They were all in a row. Yeah. So when she came up to bat and hit the first home run. All right, I can see pitching to her again. Mm-hmm. The second home run, I think that at that time I'm throwing, I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing balls her way for the rest of yeah. the day. But they didn't do that, and how about it, man? Just cranking them out of the ballpark. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're going to give it to her. She might as well just crank them, you know. Uh, I want to say that's more pretty exciting. Yeah. Football team's pretty good, man. They were, they were, they were, uh, you know, really low uh, bottom of the SEC program for a long time. And this uh, coach, I think Daffle, uh, she's came in the last couple of years, and they were really good last year, really good this year. So that's really love to see all the hog sports succeed, man. I mean, if you're good, man, we gotta give them their props. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. You got to, you got to, and and you know I guess we called out on it by one of the listeners who said, you know, we don't never talk about women's sports or whatever. So, I mean that's true, you know. I can't. Yeah, it is true, but I mean it's just hard. A lot of times, you know, you're feeling or you know you're talking all this long, and it's hard not to talk about. You know, when football season, when it was real football season and basketball season, just. You think you only got a little bit to say, and it just all comes out. So, but yeah, um, Harold, I'll, I'll give a quick shout out to the Razorback women's basketball team. You know they're they're fighting second year coach under Mike Neighbors, a uh, really good coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they've been improving the last couple of years. Man, they got one. What's a uh, Chelsea Dungey man? I think she follows us, follows the podcast. Man, she scores about 30, 40 points every game. Well, how about that? She's badass. Yeah, that is badass. So hopefully they. Uh, I don't know how they're looking in the tournament standings, but they're really, um, really fun to watch, man. Mike Neighbors, their coach, he he led Washington to a Final Four, and he came back home. I know he worked. Uh, he's from Arkansas and mm-hmm. uh, worked under uh, I think Gary Blair, who's a really good uh, w- our women's basketball coach for us. Worked under him, mm-hmm. and done his own thing, and came back here. Really cool guy, man. He don't like just coach speak and stuff. He'll actually like try to like he knows you know media's got tough jobs so he'll try to be fun you know and he likes playing guitar and drinking a little whiskey i think too so every once in a while so. there ain't nothing not wrong with that. that you're drinking whiskey and playing guitar man that's that's that, that's what it's all about right there i can get on board with that coach 100 <laughs> percent mm-hmm. you know unless you're bum but you know it's different i don't think he played guitar he did drink whiskey but yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that's true. true that's true <laughs> Poor guy. Oh. I can't believe he had a Jeep and he lost that many football games. That's embarrassing to Jeep owners, man. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I think I passed him one time in my Jeep and, like, tried to wave at him, had the top off. 
You know, he didn't wave me back. So Did he have the top off? Was he like cruising the Jeep or is he all stuffed up inside so. with the air conditioning? I think he's all stuffed. Yeah. You know, oh, yes. Not, I think he's not a real inside. Jeep owner. Yeah. That was a four door fancy job, you know. How do you not give him the Jeep wave? Like, everybody that knows that's yeah. proper etiquette. When you prep pass, when you have a Wrangler. And you're out, and you're cruising your Wrangler, and you got your top off. And you see another Wrangler, you just you just give them a little four finger wave off the steering wheel, and they and they wave back every time. You know that's the like that's the etiquette. Yeah, I was going to the stadium. You know, I guess maybe I would say like, oh, he was if he was like really good coach and still our coach and winning, averaging eleven wins a year, I'd be like, well, his mind was focused on practice and whatever. But knowing how bad we ended up, it's like his mind wasn't focused on. No. You know, Could at least wipe there. Yeah. Whatever. I held that in when he was our coach. You know, I was like, I didn't want to tell anybody how much of you know, asshole he was. But How do you feel about him having done. a Super Bowl ring? How do you, I mean, well, we hadn't talked about that. How do you, how we do you haven't talked about, about it. <laughs> he just jumped on board and got him a ring. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a, a Super Bowl ring now. He he's Think got some charm. He is going to be the defensive coordinator of the Patriots, and he pretty much was the defensive coordinator of the Patriots for like twenty five percent of the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody talks about, and I <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about right now. I feel like I'm in another world or another zone. <laughs> But it's like one of the best defenses we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was. How do you? And he do was that? a big part of. It. How do you do that? How how can just you went, do so good? And didn't do so bad. Can you talk about some of those years? I mean, like, like I thought he was coming in to be a defensive. Uh, you know, guru defensive coach, they're like, well, at least, I mean, you know, if we lose, we're going to lose 14 to 10 and stuff, you know, like we're just going to offenses, you know, just need to, <laughs> you know, you know, games. And then, then like some of his last seasons, I mean, just giving up, God, what was it? That Auburn one stuck with me, 56 points. I know his first year we had back to back 52 to nothing losses. Yeah. And, uh, but I remember one of the last years, it was 56 to three that Auburn just smoked us, man, just gave up points all the time. And, and you gotta wonder what that Belichick conversation looked like too, because coaches kind of razz each other, man. I kind of see him being like, "Brett, you lost a lot of games over at Arkansas, man. Why in the hell should I hire you?" <laughs> well, you know, in so like uh, next uh, the marker and walk over he's the whiteboard and go, "This is why you should hire me right here," and just lay his brain out there, and he was like, "Oh my god." I just he's got. Seen, I don't know. Just he's got some charm him. about him. Let's. Well, yeah. It's like, well, how did he, um, uh, you know, charm Jeff Long into hiring him? Oh, I thought uh, how did he charm Mary that hooker? I was about to say. Oh, well, yeah. I was about to say, how did he charm? Life, <laughs> uh, but you're right. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. Old Vegas, man. That, Didn't that's take all right, it too far. No, man. That's what I was about to say. I mean, some he does something right, man. I mean, whether it's you know, <laughs> maybe that's why the Patriots kind of fit in with me. You know, knowing how what Kraft's been up to. So. I don't know. That's crazy. I don't really think she's a hooker, but you know, coming from Vegas and stuff, you know how that kind of stuff 
those those rumors blow up, but it's funny to say. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's see here. I guess we gotta talk about these dang basketball games, man. Oh well. So we've went over here and we've lost uh again. <laughs> yeah, that, more oh in two weeks. Yeah, that's what's why we there's thing there's a reason why we just started off not talking about the basketball because went two again. It's what did I say in my text messages? The first time since nineteen. What was it? Was it, was it two thousand and ten? Two thousand and ten. Pelfrey was the coach. Yeah, Pelfrey's last year. I think first time since two thousand ten we've lost this many games in a row. Yeah. Now. Pelfrey was coach, horrible coach, obviously. Do you feel like... Do you feel like there's a coach situation there where we're losing too many games? Or do you feel like, well, Mike Anderson hadn't lost this many games up until now. So, you know, he's just having a bad run a lot. Before this year, man, we hadn't lost more than three in a row. And then we've had a couple. Of, well, we had a four-game SEC losing streak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, LSU, Florida, uh, Tennessee, and Ole Miss. And then you know we got on the Wednesday, but we never had more than three before this year. Then we had a six-one. To me, I mean, I mean, he can't help but take the blame. But I still kind of talking about from last week. It's like, man, I think it's just, just, uh, and this comes down to his fault, obviously, because of recruiting and roster management are things that happen, but. The just players are so young and just don't have enough missing a couple pieces. Like, do you, you know, think I like he's uh, a poor uh, recruiter? Sorry, you, you mentioned that, and I've heard that thrown around on social media. So, I'm well, I mean, as far it. as the, yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I mean, he's not, he's not as good as like if I always think if he just if he had a you know really a lot of more uh, really top players kind of coming out of high school, then man, I'd no telling what he'd do, you know. If he yeah. had somebody like if he had Kentucky's talent, you know what I mean. Uh, as far as guys can be drafted, but. I don't know. Maybe I'm just nostalgic. But with the staff he's got, with the national championship coaches, and I mean, at this school, like he's seen the blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, uh, but I don't know. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, he get, always gets some solid guys, but just kind of rounding out when you got uh, kind of like Jalen Harris. I mean, he shouldn't be our point guard. He should be our backup point guard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just a solid. And we've had some guys mix and match for his years. But. So do you think there was anybody that we just missed that like was stolen? Like When I think of recruit, first thing I want to think about is in-state. So was there anybody that was just basically stolen from us in-state recruits that's just tearing it up somewhere else? And – First thing I think not of this, is not the this, not for this Mississippi team, no. State guy. Well, yeah, Should but he wasn't. In, right? But he's originally from Georgia, and his dad played at Mississippi State, and he he did play the summer ball with the with the uh, uh, Joe and Seals and um, Henderson, I think. Yeah, but like as far as in-state guys, not not out of this class because he he got him Anderson. I think I told that. Said that in the uh, the preview thing, or we were talking about because he's, he's getting the best. Last year he got Gafford, which was the top player in Arkansas. Uh, this past year he got the top 
three players in Seals, Joe, Isaiah Joe, and um, Ethan Henderson. Okay. So, but not, I mean, not as far as that, man. I don't. I'm just. I'm just thinking like, really, he's just missing like one other. I don't know, man. One other like you know like NBA prospect type guy, just like just a just one more stud. Stud, exactly. I don't mean. I didn't mean. You know like what I mean? I'm just Scottie saying like Pippen, Michael Jordan type situation. Well, just yeah, just some yeah, but. I really like I was wanting, I was wanting Anderson. That was wanting that win most for Anderson, man. Not only just for us as fans, the players, but I man, wanted that win for Anderson. I'm, I'm just gonna stop beating around the bush. You think we're gonna fire Anderson, man? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I... Well, we got three games left. Is it like? Do you feel like if you were the AD? What would you do? I don't know, man. That's tough. I go back and forth, to be honest with you. I really don't want to lose them, but I also don't want to keep, you know, like to get take the next step up in the program. But it's just hard to say without just, like, knowing, like, who, what, you know, really good coach that would come here. And I wouldn't want to, like, start over with some average coach, you know, or just try to take a shot in the dark at somebody. But mm-hmm. it's also I understand a lot of people that want to change, so. Gladly, I'm not the guy that has to make the decision. I'll find the positive out of it both, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna whine and cry all day if we retain Anderson. Hell no, I'm back on his side. It's like, all right, backs against the wall for sure, Anderson next mm-hmm. year tournament or tournament or uh, we'll, we'll go a separate way. You know? Yeah, no, I can say, I can say that that's too. what. And that's yeah. kind of where I, that's kind of where I feel too. I feel like if. He's done a good job. He's taken us to the final four, or not final four, but the the uh, tournament a couple times. And um, I feel like he's got a lot of young guys. So I feel like you, you can see that these, they're going to make huge improvements between now and next year. And I feel like next year, if you don't make the tournament, then yeah, obviously you're not able to take the talent you recruited and develop them. But right now he's playing with undeveloped talent for yeah. me. So I think you gotta give him time to develop this talent before you before you let him go. Because when he's developed his other teams, they have you know, they've went to the dance. So this might be the one. This might be the team that's you know, and maybe we maybe we find that recruit that comes in that's a superstar. You know, you never know. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe we get a transfer, you know, uh, something like that. I'd really like to see something like that if he stays. Um, But, you know, if he gets let go, I mean, I guess I can understand it. I can see where people are coming from. I can see that side of the coin. I just don't know if I, just don't know if I'm there yet, man. I just feel like, I I just feel like he deserves... Everything he's done for the university deserves one more year. And, you know, I've said the same thing about Nut, man. He deserves to stay. He shouldn't, shouldn't have wound up going the way he went. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is one of those situations where you don't want to pull the trigger too early. But I told you straight up, you know, with the... Uh, <clears throat> football team this year i think it's time we start looking in another direction so and he only had one year you know 
So, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't feel yeah, like but even easy on these coaches, you know, but with him, I just don't think it's time yet. That's <laughs> my stance, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I agree. To be honest, the more and more I, and I did this last week when we were talking about this man, you know, and I, and I said, and I don't think this was a kind of point I thought about again this week, uh, um, is that, well, I don't know what I was going to say. That came out, I lost my train of thought. There's um, a lot of folks that want him gone, man. Bad. Well, here's, sorry, here's what, uh, kind of get farther you know once the season ends like even as this kind of season goes on it's like clear we're not going to go to the tournament i'm i'm less you know i'm just like well i just want to you know see us fight and finish out the season but i'm less like oh yeah we need a change you know what i mean i'm 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 more and more even as it goes on just all right just you know what i think his back's gonna be against the wall i really just don't want to make a change you know i'm all right with it. i'm not gonna care a couple weeks from now i'm gonna be into baseball season the finish of hockey season mm-hmm. you know um uh Softball is gonna be rolling uh, the, the the spring tracks, um, and you know I'm not gonna and I'm, you know football spring practice started, so I'm not gonna just you know lose any sleep over it. And I think kind of just trusting Anderson the more every time I think about it as it goes on a couple you know a couple months you know summer fishing on uh, fishing on the lake and stuff uh, you know who I want to be my basketball coach probably probably my uh, kind of you know as we talk about a family member Mike Anderson you know. I love Arkansas basketball. It's just like, well, that's who I kind of want. Just thinking about, he always. I'm all excited because he just seems like my friend, you know, my family member. <laughs> just want to give him one more chance, man. I understand that next year, you know, the I next agree. year it's like tournament or bust. But I I'd like to see. He's he always he he does better. He, every his players when they stick around, they get better. And he's a system. You see, they've I mean, been trying. They, they do try to coach too, like. If you watch that Kentucky game, you could really see, you know, his his passion on the sidelines, and you know, t- who's taking up for his guys, and and it was, you know, it was a tough loss, but it was it was a fun game to watch him, you know, really get out there and and be vocal. Yeah, and. The thing always about Anderson, you hear people like, "Oh, he's so calm and he's too calm." It's like, well, in practice, he rips him up and down. You know what I mean? Like that's all you ever hear from past players and coaches. Like, oh no, he gets after you in practice, and he just wants to. He tells says this. He, he just wants to display a you know a aura of a calmness. You know, in the moment of you know because these are big college basketball games. You know, big environments at home mm-hmm. in Mudwalton Arena, in that big arena. So why would you not want to display calm? Just like, all right, I, you know what I mean. But I do like when he puts when he gets fired up, man. I mean, oh man, it fires me up big time. So yeah, so I guess we're we're on the let's keep him one more year wagon. That's where we're at, and I know a lot of people yeah, don't agree I'm honestly, with us. Yeah, so, like, you know, if you don't, that's fine. You don't have to. You write us an email or we'll read it. Yeah, please. I'd like we'll quote you, man. He, Mm-hmm. Put your name. Uh, well, we'll read it. That's fine. It's good to have. This is America. I have different opinion. Yeah, give us a call. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it. Yeah, that would be good, too. Hey, that's a real good idea. Mm-hmm. All right, now check it out. We got to go into this. I don't want to, but we got to do it. Uh, Texas A&M. Oh, boy. 87 to 80 loss. 
Daniel Gafford put up 20, or played 29 minutes, put up 23 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, Osa Bullion came in 16 minutes, 8 points, not bad output for him. Uh, Jalen Karras came in 34 minutes and 2 points, and that's, that's totally unacceptable. Um, Isaiah Joe come in 32 minutes, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, and 20 points. So Isaiah Joe really did his thing in this game. Uh, Desi Seals came in 21 minutes. He got a rebound and 7 points. You know, I, I would think Seals could get 10 points in 20 minutes, but... You know, he, he put some points on the board. At least he didn't lay, lay a goose egg or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Mason Jones come in for 26 minutes. He had four assists, got 11 points. So it's nice to see him uh, getting in the 10-point uh, the range. Adriel Bailey came in for uh, 19 minutes, uh, grabbed two rebounds, and got four points. Uh, 19 minutes and four points, that's not much. And then Reggie Chaney came in for 14 minutes. He got uh, two assists, two rebounds, and two points. I think he I think he got mixed up on the meaning of a double double. So uh, Emerson <laughs> came in <laughs> for nine minutes. He got three points. So yeah, man. Yeah. What do you got to say yeah. about this game? That's <laughs> look. I, I like the man. Gafford play well. Isaiah Joe play well. I like this was his first. Anderson changing up the start lineup. He started Gabe. He goes four out of four, eight points, a couple of steals. I really like that. I don't know why he only played sixteen minutes. So you know he tries to put in Bailey. He ended up with nineteen minutes, a couple more than those the boy. And he does it two for five out, but only two rebounds. Gabe should have got more rebounds, but uh, that four for four is really nice. A couple assists. Um, Harris had just not a very good game. Had as many turnovers he had assist. Uh, mm-hmm. Jones, you know, he fired up a bunch of misses from three, a couple more. You know, we win that game, but just not a very good shooting night again. Um, uh, from three point line, especially not really even the, uh, you know, um, but they out rebounded us by 10. And, uh, it was a frustrating game. It was one that we thought we'd won. So that's really just one, you know, I got clear in my mind more than Kentucky, but man, that was. I mean, we tied with them in the paint. So, so I mean, we were tough with them down low. Uh, they outscored us off the bench points. So that's, you know, our bench didn't mm-hmm. come through this game. Yeah. It definitely felt like a game we could win. It, it just felt like we were clawing and scratching, you know? Yeah. I mean, we said it before, though. AM's won, you know, before that, they had won three out of four. So they were definitely a team coming in with some confidence. Um, yeah. They just played better than us. They a, had a great uh, game. You know, they just played a great game. And we we said you don't know what you're going to get from them, you know, and that's 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 what's scary with that team. So so for them, you know, what really got them, I mean, they were, while we weren't very the best shooting team, they were 58% from mm-hmm. field goals. I mean, just making a bunch of, you know, at the end, kind of we were back and forth, climb back in, we got down, climb back in. And all of a sudden at the end, you know, uh, I think, Clearly, the or the TJ Starks, the point guard, wasn't shooting, wasn't very good before that. Well, hell, his guard goes one for six from the free throw line. He uh. has seven turnovers in the game, and then he just hits about three just circus shots off the backboard, just runners, <laughs> crazy shots. Like, where did this come from? You know, yeah. you know, he ends up with eleven points. Like that was the guy he scored all eleven in the last, you know, uh-huh. minute or two when we were, you know, trying to kind of match them, but we were matching them and. Like, I like a score in the 80s, but damn, giving up 87 was tough. But 
Yeah, it was a, that was a tough so, game. They definitely wanted it more than us, and they they came. Yeah, that was that 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 was one thing. Yeah, I would definitely say that. So, yeah, man, that's that. You, I mean, we ain't got a whole lot to talk about there, do we? No, I, no, I'm I'm done with that. That's we went one and one against A and M. So now we're uh, we're gonna go to the game. I'm pissed off about. Yep. We're going over the Wildcats, sixty-six to seventy loss. Should have been a win, definitely. Uh, we got Daniel Gafford coming in twenty-three minutes, eight rebounds, fourteen points. Uh, Gabe Osaboyan, uh, nineteen minutes, five rebounds, four assists, no points. You got to get some points on the board, man. You got to do something. Isaiah Joe coming in there, getting uh, thirty-four minutes, one rebound. Three assists, 19 points, playing a heck of a game. Uh, Jalen Harris came in, 30 minutes, uh, two rebounds, three assists, got one point, which is, you know, you guys should have to do better than that. Uh, Desi Zills came in, uh, 29 minutes, uh, zero rebounds, zero assists, but put at 15 points. So it was good to see him come in and play, play a real good game. Uh, Mason Jones had a pretty decent game with uh, 25 minutes. Uh, one rebound, three assists, nine points. Uh, Reggie Cheney had an okay game uh, with 17 minutes, two rebounds, uh, one assist, and eight points. And then Adriel Bailey uh, didn't put up any points, played for 15 minutes, which is totally unacceptable. And uh, Emory Sinstrin got in for eight minutes in that game. It didn't do anything. It all just ran up and down the court. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's true. I mean, and here's the thing. got to have more from them. So... I got mixed up on when this game was, and I get a call at halftime. And Tim's like, "Man, we're up by ten or by eleven right now." He's like, "I knew something was going on. You hadn't texted me yet." <laughs> and honestly, man, I'm sitting there watching a replay of the uh, Super Bowl 2015 uh, Patriots Seahawks, and. Uh, like I said, man, I really enjoy uh, football. I watch a lot of it. But, uh, so, I flip it over. Bang, we go up five points. I'm like, we got this, man. You know, we are playing. And we just stop scoring for, like, the whole second half until the end of it just yep. stopped. It was horrible. Yeah, I don't... The referee that didn't call that damn ball off the arm that you sent me, you sent me Mm -hmm. a photo of that, that's clear bullshit. I was saying that during the game. Yeah. Well, there was that, of course, and then they had another replay a couple plays before. I think that I'll actually... I I won't argue that much as much as they gave to Kentucky, even though I think... I saw the kind of spin of the ball change, but uh, yeah, that one also, you know, we were only down a little bit with a chance or three, I think, and um, mm-hmm. two or three, and you know, the the hero guy, the number fourteen, that guy mm-hmm. that killed us all night, you know, hits nails Isaiah Joe in the face, which is flagrant automatic flagrant foul, two free throws, and the ball, so we had a chance, but had a chance. To- oh yeah. Um, and then there was the ball that was clearly out on Kentucky, came went off of their hand. Yeah. 
and they didn't call that one either for us. And that was when we were down by two points, and we mm-hmm. got the inbound yep. under our basket. Come on. That's not yeah, cool, and, man. That's li- deliberately and, cheating. The refs and deliberately we, and we cheated. And we weren't the only people. It wasn't Arkansas fans just saying it. It was, it was a lot of people, you know, unbiased. Uh, you know, and I kind of was saying. Uh, it reminds me of whenever um, whenever Ryan Mallett was running the ball and he went down and then they took the football and they marched it five yards back when we were playing the mm-hmm. Gators and spotted it. Yeah. It reminds me of that. It's the SEC officials taking a game into their hands so that the number one seed can stay the number one seed. And yep. a lot of people say, oh, Chad, man, you can't say that kind of stuff and this, that, and other. But I've been there, I've done it, and I think there's something going on. I don't know. I could be wrong about that, but just feels like to and me. It just feels a little fishy it. to me. It always works out like that. Always... You know, Crimson Tide get the best calls. You watch them holding and all kinds of stuff, you know? And, and we ain't the only ones to say that. Oh, golly, the, the LSU fans, especially on top of every, every dang uh, miscalling things Alabama does. And just, I remember saying this year, like, they'll, they'll get away with everything in football. Mm-hmm. And you just protect them. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're think even one. Kentucky get this kind of treatment? Yeah. It's obvious. Um, things like that that are that we played our, our young guys played our ass off i mean you think of some of these outputs like seals coming in there starting again 15 points you know hitting a couple threes knocking down all of his free throws um big game from him isaiah joe just nailing threes just the confidence was sore and especially in that first half obviously i was uh-huh. didn't do a dang thing uh gafford had a solid game um and Harris said, oh, for nine killed us. I mean, just give us a little bit, bud, you know. I mean, bless him, he's a fast guy, and he, you know, uh, runs our offense, but only three assists, and then you go oh, for nine. And Bailey, just a terrible senior output. Did have five rebounds. Um, Jones is okay. Chaney played well. He had a, some big runs, some dunks, little jump shots, a couple rebounds, so he's really good. And then, obviously, get it out there, as we all know. Um, we missed some free throws. And that was when I think these guys, we didn't even know we were still, we were down by like six or five or something at that point. <laughs> they, they, I don't, they probably didn't even think they were in at that point. Just imagine if they would hit at least, or of course, all four of them uh, and won that game. We should have won it, Chad. It hurts, man. Yeah, I feel like that too. So it was just that one player for them too, that hero guy, geez. Tyler Hero, that 14 that just. Five for six for threes, missed one shot, hit every free throw. Ridiculous. Half their points. That white kid. Yeah. That gummit. Sorry. That's a Look, man. Screw Kentucky, here, man. Yeah, God, here's boy. the thing, man. Kentucky sucks. They got lucky. They got bailed out by the referees, and we lost it, and that's all there is to it, and we just got to deal yep. with it, and we're going to bring it to them next year. Exactly. If you if you told me three weeks ago we would be fourteen and fourteen right now, I'd have laughed in your face. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody in Hog Call Nation would have. But that's yeah. where we're sitting. So you want to fire Anderson now? Thinking about that? 
Well, we got three games to go. I think if we can win two of them getting the NIT, I'll be happy with this year, and I've been saying that all year long. I don't think I'm going to change my my decision on that now just because I'm angry, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd like to see this team in the NIT, the young team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just see what they can do and win it, man. I mean, I mean yeah, about what if they win? What if they win it, you know? If but, they can win two out of three of these games, even even win, I mean, Ole Miss at home, uh, Vanderbilt on the road, and Alabama at home, they can at least win two out of three. Even win all three, maybe win one in the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. You I know, think you win might have 17 these, wins. One conference tournament, you're getting in the NIT, you know. Yeah. You're going to have an above 500, you know, you're going to be in the NIT. Yeah. I'd like to see this team play some some different kind of teams like us. Well, I mean, why not have some postseason experience? I mean, um, so I'm saying get some more games under your belt. I mean, right now, the situation we're in right now, we can kiss the NCAA tournament goodbye. Um, if they can win two more games, they can get an NIT. Or, and this is a big or, if we can run the table in the SEC tournament, we can get into the Championship. So until we lose in the tournament, of course, I'm going to be rooting for that. But um, right now, my hope is that we'll win two more. That'll give us NIT bid, and we'll go deep in the SEC tournament, possibly win it, and get a, get a bid. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to see us. Um, How deep could we go in the tournament and get a bid? Would we have to win it, or could we win – I would think so games. now. I would think no. I would think, yeah, we'd have to. Got to win. I, yeah, we we yeah. man. I mean, really, I don't know. I don't know what that win would have done for us the other night, but it would. I think it was still would have given us a chance. Yeah, I mean, got to win closer than I taste. At least that, yeah, that would have <laughs> automatic. I think that would have automatically put us in as long as we won. You know, had a winning record. You know. Yeah. That was that was the top. I mean, that would have been a big road win. Um, yeah, I think I think we're up against. You got to win the whole SEC tournament to get in. I think we could even lose in the championship game. And, mm-hmm. and how, how would that feel to just go all the way to the SEC tournament championship game and lose by like one and <laughs> not make the big dance? But that would yeah. be rough. But, I mean, I but, know how disappointing it feels right now because it just feels like we're a better team than this. But did we not? I mean, at the beginning of the year, we said, like, an NIT bid would be a really good year for us with as young yeah, as this oh, team yeah. is. Yeah. So, you know, you don't want to start looking at it too much in a, uh, you know, in a perspective of, of you know, you just get bummed out because you feel like you could have done more, you know, than you did. And and, well, and and then you say, well, the NIT is what we were talking about at the beginning of the year, so it's really only needing two wins to get there. This really isn't a bad year. I mean, we got three more SEC games, and they're very winnable games, especially Alabama, especially Vanderbilt. Yeah, and it's almost too like, well, they were going to get rid of Anderson. They might as well have done it last year because everybody knew what this year was going to turn out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they might as well, you know, in the summertime or whenever, it's like, man, this, this is just not looking. Everybody's picked them last. Well, we might as well get rid of them because if it comes down to. <laughs> you can't get rid of <laughs> you know them if I mean? it goes to the NIT, you know. You can't get rid of them. That no, year. that's that's postseason, especially if they 
you know, what if they win a couple? What if they win the whole thing, the NIT, or get? I mean, they can host some games. Um, what if they go all the way to the Madison Square Garden Final Four of the NIT, and you know, really have a good showing? They could get about a twenty win. You can't. You definitely couldn't get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Well, what if we? Do, what if we don't? What if we lose <laughs> two more games and we miss the NIT by a game? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't. I mean. I still say that it's he almost got us there. We're knocking on the door, man. You yeah, know? I don't. It's I like still those years that down, Nutt, yeah. you know had a rough year, and then the next year we were, you know, in the SEC championship. You know, yeah, exactly. Because he was able to develop his talent. You gotta let the guy develop his talent, and then uh, Anderson's older school man he's not just gonna chase all these one and duns and sell your soul and promise them all this and that and have a bag man giving money do you know what i mean like some of these schools lsu's got uh is in big trouble right now no wonder they got uh big those big guys and crazy really good players coming from new jersey and connecticut going all the way down to baton rouge and places cheating auburn's been in trouble um arizona's in trouble, you know. Anderson's not ever going to get caught like that. So, so it's a little bit, you know. He wants to build his program. So, the more I talk about it, more it's just like, man, I just, you know, loves. No matter what happens, I'd like to see. But you showed the other night, and the team has not. Nobody can say they've quit because that they could. Everybody was predicting that game to be a, you know, twenty or thirty point blowout. Oh yeah. So you know this team hasn't given up, and hell, I'm still gonna, you know. Until until we lose that final game, I'm, you know what I mean. And <laughs> so we're gonna watch like we got a chance to keep winning some ball games. Oh, I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I want to see us in the postseason though. But, yeah. Oh, I think we got a shot, man. I was just kind of look quickly looking again at the kind of the last year's NIT. Some of these records these teams have, you know. A lot of big teams, you know, big conference teams with just like seventeen wins, eighteen wins. That's yeah, that was. You know, she was seventeen and fourteen last year, and they got in. So eighteen and fifteen, Stanford. So I wouldn't be all bad right. at all. Yeah. Well, we got a money line here from uh, my bucky on the uh, Arkansas Miss game. All right. Yeah, so if you guys are looking to do any betting, you can use promo code HOGCALL, match your money, whatever you put in, up to $1,000. Uh, looks like they got Arkansas spread at uh, Arkansas plus 6.5, Mississippi State negative 6.5. So, and, Ole Miss, Ole Miss is favorite. Uh-huh. So... That's hard to argue with. I mean, um, Ole Miss is looking in pretty good position for the NCAA tournament. Um, better than 10, better than last week. So, Yeah. <laughs> oh. So. Well, I guess we should take a look at Ole Miss. I mean, they've had a really good year this year. You know, uh, we can go back to uh, when we played them and, and they beat us uh, 67 84. Um, after that, they played Alabama. And Alabama actually beat them 74 uh, 53. Uh, then they played Iowa State. He got beat again. 
8773 went down over to Florida and got beat again uh, 8690 went and got beat again by Mississippi State uh, 8175 then they went and beat Texas A&M uh, 7571 they went and beat Georgia 8064 went and beat Auburn uh, 60-55 went and beat Missouri uh, 75, 65. Chad, you still there? Uh oh, what happened? All right, sorry about that. Had a little bit of technical difficulties there. I bumped into my microphone and and uh, jostled the wire out. My my apologies. That was awesome. Well, it's live uncut, man. This is what you get when you get this podcast. You don't know. Yep. You don't know what's going to happen. So, um, anyway, I think I was at uh, South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina beats them uh, 79-64. Uh, then uh, they play Georgia and beat Georgia 72-71. Uh, Tennessee beats them 73-71, and now they're coming to play us after the uh, the Tennessee loss. You know, that Tennessee loss has to be a heartbreaker to them, just like the, um, you know, it's almost worst-case scenario, because that right there is a heartbreaker to them, just like the Kentucky loss for us, you know? So, mm-hmm. you're both coming in with something to prove, and it's going to be a game... Well, we're just going to, I guess, see who wants it more, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, uh, do we have confidence that we played them that way? Or were we that just pissed off? It's like, man, we can't, we cannot, you know, kind of down in the dumps. But maybe we're going to take it as confidence better. Like, mm-hmm. well, these dogs still got fight, you know. And um, Ole Miss, they're probably, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them looking past us a little bit. Um, you know, the last time we played them, he beat us by 17. We just did not look good in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of those guys really. I mean, we we didn't have one fast break point in that one. Uh, it was a really weird game, uh, Saturday noon kind of game. But uh, yeah, that's kind of you don't always see that two teams coming off kind of exactly the same, like top top ten, top ten losses, heartbreaking losses where they and they had the same kind of controversy at the end. I'll tell you what, the difference, no matter what, in Hawk fans, we better not, I don't think we'll ever do this, but we better not. Ole Miss started throwing stuff on the court at the end of the game or mm. at the end of it. That's just ridiculous, no matter what happened. Yeah, and that's I didn't, not okay. I kind of just quickly glanced at kind of on the uh, ESPN kind of running by or the highlights, and I didn't see anything just too crazy. They should have been in our shoes. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, Ole Miss fans. Something. That's something else. Goodness, man. Uh, well, but I don't know. I think with the uh, the the 1994 celebration tomorrow, um, I'm not getting my hopes up about no interesting court. But I think maybe the maybe the team coming back and it will give us some extra juice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It seems. I remember uh, if I can. Sorry, Chad. No, you about to say something. Uh, let me get settled. Thinking uh, whenever the the 2009 the 15th year anniversary, uh, we were two and 14 in the SEC that year under. Um, um, when I was in college under uh, Pelfrey, and we all went out to that game. It's like, dang, it's the fifteenth year. Got to, you know, 
and like we ended up beating Georgia by like twenty or thirty just because the extra juice in that place just from celebrating. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I remember that game. That was that was pretty slick, fun times, and uh, yeah, we had a great time. That was the year we uh, games we ever went to. We we even I think we I don't know, man. That's back when I could get different kinds of passes and stuff and. Yeah, that was that was the same year we had beat Texas and Oklahoma like top five teams back to back, and then proceeded to go. You know, we only win two SEC conference games, but that was one of them, man. Uh, uh, so that just kind of shows you, man, the, that kind of celebration kind of thing brings some extra extra juice. You don't want to let all the the championship guys come back and you know be let down. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. You you want to uh, you want to you want to be able to you know get them excited and. And want to be there and so on and so forth. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, we've played them before. They've beat us. Uh, feels like a team we can't, we can beat. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. You know, I don't know if you want to give a rundown on any of their guys or not. Um, I'll say just quickly, kind of, I think it's easy to kind of look at last game. Um, well, this, this is every game. There are two guards, quick guards we talked about. Uh, uh, Brian Tyree and uh, Terrence Davis, mm-hmm. uh, junior or both seniors, I think, are juniors and seniors. Um, you know, last game Tyree scored twenty-two points, uh, was really good. Uh, Terrence Davis eighteen points, five steals, and then uh, Tyree also had, they had uh, three steals. They had eight steals between them, and nine assists between them, and you know, forty points. Uh, those guys that controlled the game, like I said, we had zero fast break points, so they didn't turn it over. Uh, very much, and we never – they're quick enough to get back on defense. And then they also had Bruce Stevens, their power forward, and then their backup power forward. He was six out of seven, seven rebounds, 14 points. And then they also had that Dominic Ola, um, uh, Nizak. <laughs> I couldn't say it then. I can't say it now. He had 13 <laughs> points, five rebounds, five out of seven, two couple blocks. So it really came down to those guys, couple, two of their power forwards and center – or two of their centers, and then their two uh, main guards, man. I mean – that's kind of the story of what Ole Miss kind of can do. Yeah, I, I look for more of the same. If it's their coach, I, I do the more of the same. Yeah, no, I agree. Bruce Stevens probably the most impressive guy to me. Uh, he plays really hard down low, and I like that mm-hmm. type of aggressive ball. Um, so I guess we should, uh, you know, we should make a uh, prediction. Okay. Oh gosh. Well, I think I'll say it again. Uh, I think we come out. I think we're gonna come out with a big effort. Um, I'm gonna go ninety-four to um, eighty-three. Arkansas wins. Ninety-four, eighty-three. Arkansas wins. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Arkansas is gonna have to prove it to me on this one, man. I. I... Don't blame you. Golly, man. I think it's going to be a a very close game. I think it's going to be whoever wants it the most. I'm going to say 81-80 Arkansas. Oh, wow. Oh, you're going to go with Ole Miss win. 81-80 Arkansas. I like it. I think the 1994 celebration is going to pump us up and get us excited and and help us. Uh, and we're wearing some throwback. We're wearing throwback jerseys tomorrow. So, yeah, I think so, that's gonna uh, help us excel, and, and we're gonna just give us enough energy to get over the top. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm worried again. I, what we got to do though 
Um, you know, I bet we have a lot of energy going in that game. Probably get another big lead. Can we? Can we build it again? Can we double that amount of the lead? Can we get up by fifteen on Ole Miss and then win by thirty? You know, that's kind of the thing. I really. I mean, hell, I'd love to win by one point, but mm. we don't want to. <laughs> it's tough. These we've been getting ahead on these games and having really good. Uh, runs of games and then all it takes is a bad five minutes bad eight minutes mm-hmm. uh, That's it, uh, you know what i mean so we'll see if we can sustain it but I, I think we can win tomorrow let's finish out the season strong that's what i say man let's do it let's finish it out <laughs> why not <laughs> all right so next we go over to vanderbilt and uh you know we can take a look at, at vanderbilt here and and what they've looked like. We played them, and we beat them 69-66. Very close game. Very fun game to watch. Our last our last win. Our last win. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I, just, I just thought about that. Our, Golly. Was, All right. Well, hey, you got to put it out there, though. Our last win. Um, <laughs> might be our, our next win. Uh, we play uh, – uh, they, they played Alabama. Alabama beat them 77-67. Uh, which Alabama's pretty bad this year. And then mm-hmm. Florida beat them 66-57. They went over and got beat by Auburn 64-53. Uh, got beat again by Tennessee 58-46. Uh, got beat by Alabama again 68-61. Uh, and got beat by Florida again 71-55. Probably gonna get beat by Texas A and M again. Yeah, these guys might have they won an SEC no. game. No, they might not win an SEC game this year. Um, I would talk rather about their players a little bit, man. Um, well, uh, I know that, you know inside they got the Shatu guy. Uh, 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 who was that? Uh, you know, pretty much that uh, Saban Lee, their point guard, really handles the ball mostly. Um, they did all right. Had 11 points against us. That two guy had eight rebounds, 12 points. A couple turnovers there. Um, they got Fords, Brown, Naismith, and Ryan. I mean, um, they'll jack some threes up. And, uh, they hit 43% on us last time, nine threes. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, out-rebound us by a couple. Um out, but we out, but really came down to uh, Gafford having 28 points. Uh, big night. Joe had 10, six threes. Um, and then Keyshawn Embry Simpson uh, only had five points in the game, but he hit the game winner with, uh, you know, a couple of, less than a minute on the clock, a couple seconds left. Uh, that was the clincher. So um, we, I mean, we barely beat him at home on a late night. I know we, uh, but hell, let's do it again. I, I don't want to be their only win. I'm in conference. I'm concerned about that. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> if we lose, if we lose tomorrow, I'm going to be. That's a big statement, Tim. What? I mean, it, it just seems like they're not going to go over, and they already. I mean, I think we're going to win. I'm just saying, I don't want to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's... All right, man. That's scary. That's scary to think about. We could be there. Only conference win, and that sounds like something Arkansas would do. Yeah, that's that's very hard. Hell, we could win by thirty tomorrow, then go over there. And oh get, yeah, get beat by twelve to Vanderbilt. Beat Kentucky the week before too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. we could have won. We could have. 
Yeah, we could have won. We could have been on a ten game. We could have extended that four or five game win streak we had and won these last six. Been on eleven game win streak or whatever, and still lost to them. But I, you know, <laughs> let's and just I hope said, that doesn't happen. And I said when we played Bandy, I said, "Look, I hope you win every game, but our games, and it's not happened for them, and, and I can't, you know, can't do anything about that. Mm-hmm. Got to play yeah. better." Yep. So I guess we should, you know, throw a score out there. I think we got a loss coming, huh? No, I'm going Arkansas prediction? seventy, Arkansas seventy four, Vanderbilt sixty nine. Okay, okay. I'm going to go Arkansas eighty three, Vanderbilt seventy two. Seventy three, seventy two. All right. Yeah. All right. Two in a week. Let's do it. Goodness gracious. We Can we do it? Us Can to we win? finish Why, I mean, Twice. do you feel like this is a Homer situation where we're just picking us to win? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's too crazy. I mean, especially talking about, I mean, if it, we weren't doing that 25-year anniversary thing tomorrow, I don't know if we would win. But yeah, I, just I think like that's what persuaded me on the on the. Like, August I would pick game. us to beat Vanderbilt, but. It feels like we're going to be so hyped. Yeah, and then Vanderbilt's horrible. Yeah, so we're really, there's a reason they haven't a, lost the conference game. Yeah, I haven't won a conference game. They've definitely lost a few. <laughs> and we're on this losing streak. It just doesn't feel like a game we're gonna lose. It's got to. This losing streak's got to end. Mm-hmm. It's too much now. I think. Yeah, and I think I'm, we'll probably snap it against Mississippi. You know, and we will go beat Vandy. And uh, we'll talk about Alabama next week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how about the Razorback hockey? All right. Let's get into that. Why did I exit out of my baseball? Man? Well, we talked a little baseball. Yeah, man, we can get into baseball. You got some baseball? Oh, no, I, well, I was just saying, I was like, I, I clicked out of it. We had, you know. Oh. All right, we're good. No, no, continue. Please talk about the hockey. That's my bad. I'm just rambling, forgetting we're doing a show here, you know? Oh, it's cool, man. Uncut. Like we're in your hanging out. I mean, is it a show, or are we just, we're just hanging out? We're just hanging out. So, uh, Division One hockey. I just noticed that uh, looks like they got Linwood. What is that today? Is today the first? Yep. Today and tomorrow. Uh, probably could catch it on the uh, YouTube if you wanted. But you can always watch the replays on YouTube live. Uh, what you just click on their links that they put out on their social media, which is what I do a lot of the times with this, honestly. Um, and you know, it's 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 good stuff. So I'll watch what? that like when I'm when I'm hitting rack tonight. You know. Well, it's never clear, uh, too, like exactly when they're going to uh, do the face-off. You know, it says the time, but sometimes they don't get started right on time. So it's always like, hey, man, it's already done. You probably mm-hmm. don't know the score right here, you know. Uh, yeah, the so. coverage could be better, but, I mean, it's pretty decent for a for a club team. <sighs> oh, yeah, for sure. So, what do you think? You think we'll beat Linwood? What do we know about Linwood? Oh, Linwood's at, I think we, uh, I remember uh, looking at last week, they're, um, they're number one in the, uh, 
um, nation, I believe, in this in this yeah, league. That's what we were talking about. Like they're one of the better <laughs> teams in the whole in the whole league. Uh-huh. Yeah, we talked to Matt today and says, "Hey, man, you come in on the show or whatever, and give us a rundown on hockey." He says he's taking his wife out on a date. You believe that? No, uh, you think he's doing that at eleven o'clock at night? Uh, probably not. Look at him go. <laughs> probably not, man. All you right. know why Lyndon Woods number one, man? Because they got their hockey side on their same on their same website as their other sports. That's why. Oh, okay. Do you take that stuff are, seriously? Uh, they might not be a club ordeal. They might be a real. No, I'm sure they are, man. I just, uh, man, they really. It's just exciting to see, like, kind of their website, and like, already, right, man, they got a. Wow, they got a preview. Lions ranked number one as regular season concludes this weekend. Hmm? Lions are ranked first for the 13th consecutive uh, week. How about the, that? Division one ranking. Well, I'd sure like to go over there and sweep them. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Twenty-five and one, yeah, twenty-five and one. Well, we need them. I mean, I don't know where we sit um, as far as any kind of postseason play. I mean, we're eleven and twenty-three. We're horrible, honestly. Yeah, probably don't have nice a chance. Be, but you know, at least thirteen to twenty-three, but it's probably not going to happen. So. I mean, does everybody get a bid? I mean, that might be the case. Okay. They already have the, uh, the, you know, the playoff bracket up here. That could just be wishful thinking. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't found a, uh, D, the D3 regional schedule either. I wish they'd release that. Wait a minute. That's coming up. Yeah, it should be, uh, should be coming up soon. Yeah, they're going to be in the uh, Pacific Regionals on the 8th. And uh, it's in Sioux City, Iowa. If there's any Hog fans over in Sioux City, Iowa, listen to the podcast. You should go check this out. This will be a, uh, this will be a fun game, fun time for you. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm really ready for that. I really want to see a bracket. I love brackets, man. I like to see where we kind of... Uh, we're 15 and 13, so we got, you know, we got, we've won more games than we've lost this year, but we did go on a bit of a losing streak. Man, an old Miss, goodness gracious, they're the ones that really did it to us at Missouri State, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's crazy, you know, you go and you, you beat number five ranked Florida, you know, you beat number six ranked Auburn, but uh, Ole Miss just stomps you. It's just strange, man. Like, it's very can I update us on the, to happen. Can I update us on the final score of the uh, Division One hockey against Lindenwood? Yeah, yeah, man, let's do it. They beat us. Uh, Lindenwood won seven to nothing. Goodness gracious, seven! Well, that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's a rough one, man. Wow, that's a good team, Lindenwood. Man, we got shut out. Ooh. That's a that's a butt whooping in hockey. Seven. Who sagged seven points in hockey? That's big mm-hmm. time, man. That's a lot of yeah. Man, now I know how them folks felt whenever we did that. The Lightning did that to them a couple games <laughs> back. Man, it felt so good on my end. Poor bastards. 
<laughs> oh man don't feel good to get it it's not feel good to get it mm-hmm. well I mean do you have anything else to say about hockey is there any other stance or anything you want to bring up I mean, no I'm trying to I'm, I'm really, I really uh, didn't put a lot out there for us to work with yeah well we've been trying um, there's no bracket I mean it says the, they're playing next week uh, so we're going to talk about it We'll talk about it next podcast when they release it, I guess. I mean, find out this week. I mean, this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Yeah. So I'll so, work on that, guys. But we'll know. I mean, we'll, so. soon, soon as we know, we'll let you know. Exactly. So, <sighs> so watch the watch <laughs> the uh, Lindenwood game tomorrow. Might win it. That'd be really cool if we yeah. did. Last, last regular season game. If they get up on us by like two scores, you can just turn it off. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally say that though. I mean, I would never say that for football. I'd be like, yeah, maybe not a couple. I mean, yeah. Probably six, six goals or above. It's gonna be hard to come back. But oh man, wow, goodness. Well, well I guess we I need felt- to uh, take a look at some baseball, of course. You know, well, we did we, kind of man, we did talk about it earlier, I guess. Oh, did you want to? Do you think we're good on that? Oh no, go ahead, Chet. I was just. Oh no, I was just mentioning that we're you know playing. Uh, I was, what? Yeah, so uh, uh, since last, you know, kind of. Uh, so we beat Memphis this week. Um, you know, we beat Stony Brook. So today we had a doubleheader against Stony Brook. We won. Mm-hmm. Uh, one at three one or three one to three to one, and then the second game one four to three. So uh-huh. I'm looking for the sweep tomorrow. Got some uh, snow and stuff coming in Sunday, so they played a doubleheader today. So looking for that uh, sweep tomorrow comes on right after the basketball game, two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Hogs basketball twelve, uh, Stony Brook baseball game two. So yeah, that'll be a fun one. You know, we we're dropped one, so we're trying to. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. We dropped that one game to USC, and then. You know, we went over and tore Memphis up, tearing up Stony Brook. I think we're going to tear him up again tomorrow. Uh, so that's fun. So, you know, it's it's a really fun year for baseball for sure. And then we're going to go over and, and play Charlotte uh, next week. So, you know, I see us probably going to beat Charlotte, uh, Louisiana Tech. I can see those those are all very winnable games for us. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, it's like a tune-up, you know, type situation. Yeah, yeah because we got um... – so Stony Brook this home weekend, Charlotte uh, Tuesday and Wednesday next week, Louisiana Tech our last non-conference uh, weekend. Uh, then we play Western Illinois Tuesday and Wednesday after that, and then we jump into SEC play, opening series Missouri on a Friday March fifteenth through the Sunday seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's and then right after that we go to Austin and play uh, the Texas Longhorns Tuesday and Wednesday. So got a couple more tune-ups like you're saying, and we're jumping into some uh, big play. So this is we're trying to rack up. I think a lot of this to me is obviously a fan's perspective. I'm trying to rack up. I want to get to some 50 wins. You know what I mean? And get as many wins as we can, and just kind of show come out we're pissed after last year. And oh yeah, just keep absolutely. winning these. You know, we're eight and one. Let's keep racking up the wins. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, we played Stony Brook, and in that game, we went the first three innings without scoring, and didn't score really till the fifth inning. And then we uh, we mm-hmm. got a run in, and, and then we got two in in the sixth, uh, and and that's that's all we had this last game. Uh, 
you know, so not not bad. I guess Campbell, and, Coops, and, and Corey yeah. are our top players, and, and they did a really good job. Yeah, Campbell, 13 strikeouts, uh, seven innings. You know, I was listening to it, and they said, you know, or Van Horn's wanting to keep him to about oh, we're 90-something pitches, you know, and he pitches uh, seven innings, three hits, uh, goes about 99 pitches and 13 strikeouts and just really mm-hmm. shuts him down. Great effort today. That set the tone for the weekend, I think. He's our number one starter, and he uh, pitched like it. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It was a, it was a really good game. So, you know, Opez, you know, he did. I guess that's how you say. It. Is that how you say it? Opitz, I guess. Yeah, Opitz. we'll call him Opie. Yeah. O- uh, Opie. Okay. He uh, he he's done really well. Um, he's had a, he had a really good game. Um, so. You know, first baseman uh, Easel also had another. Yeah, he's game. he's been our best guy on offense this this beginning of the season. So he's yeah, and Fletcher he continued today good. with Army. Yeah, oh yeah. So, I mean, those are your top. You know, those are the, the, they 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 probably contribute more than anybody. You know, he, he Kenley, uh, second baseman. He he did well too. He hit really well. So. Yeah, and then uh, Cronin, like you were mentioning earlier, had the save. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, no, we only had six hits in the ball game, but that's all we needed. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I mean, we won the pitchers' battle. It was thirty, uh, I think thirty something, de- thirty something degrees at uh, you know first pitch. So mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't doubt tomorrow. Kind of, uh, we'll talk about it here in a second, but a low scoring effort again. I wouldn't be surprised to see a double digit run out come tomorrow. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's usually what happens when we have a couple of these uh, low-scoring affairs. That third one in a series is going to be a, you know, yeah. we'll come with it. And then, you know, you take a look at the uh, the Memphis game. We're to just take a quick peek at that. Yeah, um, sure. You know, this Memphis game, golly, we, we threw the pitchers out there. Uh, what was it? <laughs> we had several of them. Uh, Wicklander, Vermillion, Monk, uh, Burton, Taylor, and Henry. Uh, so, you know, what do you think about that? Like, what, what's up with that strategy? We just well, that's some... that's that's a yeah, that's a lot um, on these I mean, these weekday per- series. You'll see that a lot in the weekday series. You're trying to get uh, a lot of pitchers because you know, kind of like you saw today against the Stony Brook, at Campbell mm-hmm. pitches seven innings. You only got two more innings or two more innings for uh, you know your whole pitching staff to kind of work along with. Second game, you don't want the starter to go as long and be as dominant. So these midweek games, you see that kind of too with the uh, as many pitch hitters. You know, works the pitch hitters too, play mm-hmm. some different guys. It's just a weekday game trying to get a bunch of guys in. Yeah, and then, you know we we came in first inning, scored a, a run in right away. Uh, then uh, we gave up two in the second. Uh, didn't score any. Didn't do anything in the third. The fourth. And then in the fifth, we came out and just tore it up, uh, batting in seven runs. And then uh, didn't do anything in the sixth. The seventh, we tore it up again with two runs. Uh, and then the eighth, we didn't do anything. So uh, not a lot of consistency, you know. Uh, I gave up one one run in the ninth, and I guess I should mention that too. So just not a lot of consistency uh, when, when you look at, you know, our our hit count. It seems like we get hot maybe on a certain pitcher when the pitcher gets 
you know, worn out or, or whatever it might be, but we are taking advantage of the, the opportunities we're given. Yeah, it definitely put some, uh, that was a big crooked number right there, that seven, but yeah, a couple of those, I mean, shut out innings, but then we had a couple big, you know, kind of one at the mm-hmm. beginning, one in the middle, one in, one at the end, so, but 10 runs, not bad, so. And you know that uh, pitcher's tired in the fifth, and you know, yeah, it's tough, so. Yeah, it looked like, I mean, he gave up. He gave up three, and Brockhouse, Walker Brockhouse came in, didn't even get an out. He gave up five runs, no outs. Wow. So, Easel, <laughs> Easel tears it up this game. Fletcher does mm-hmm. well this game. Uh, Kirkstead does well. Martin does well. Um, Kinley has another good game. Uh, Franklin has a good game. Yeah, that was a, another good game by these guys. You're seeing a lot of these guys um, – um, All those guys Christian getting Franklin. Hits. Yeah, and uh, uh, Ezel had two stolen bases. He's got six on the year. Franklin got his fourth stolen base, and Martin got his fourth. This is a different team this year, kind of from last year, that we're still bases. Really exciting and aggressive. You know, they're not as, of course, this is early in the year, the colder weather. You don't hit as many home runs, but. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of been predicted this is not as much as of a, of a power team, but you're seeing it. Hey, they're getting on. I mean, six stone bases already by Ezel. I mean, what a <laughs> – we talk about him about every game coming on. This guy is something else, but that's oh yeah, that's ridiculous so far. Ridiculous. But, man, what a good-looking team we have. Yep. You know, uh, I've been able to listen to a lot of the games, watch a couple of the games. I mean, it's uh, – you know, it's been a heck of a year for baseball and i think it's just going to get better and better so if you're if you're not tuning in you need to be it's america's sport you need to be you be watching it um i, I heard some uh, other podcasts saying oh you know uh i did a, a baseball episode and it was the worst worst episode people nobody tuned in for it or whatever and i don't care we're going to cover baseball because we're real razorback fans and if you are too you're going to come and learn about it and watch the games and uh you know you're gonna put it all out there and that's how i feel about it you know make yourself a brat grab yourself a beer watch the baseball game agreed man oh yeah that's gonna be nice especially once it warms up your um for us not people not in the state of florida where it's always grilling weather but winter's gonna be gone we're in march now so fish the spring good grilling weather beer brats man just sitting out there with a, a radio or hell it's so easy on the to get the broadcast pulled up in your pocket walk around hang out outside you know and do whatever and listen to these games and, um phil olson's our uh, broadcast guy is really freaking good so uh, really a great time of year to have a sport why not there ain't no reason to complain about having a, another Razorback sport that you can keep up with absolutely so yeah you gotta keep up with it great 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 sport and, and they're doing well and obviously it's probably gonna be their year so be a great year to watch them so what do you think about Charlotte um you know much about this team no I don't um I can't no, find a, much good... on them, honestly. Well, let's see here. Um, uh, they're 4-4 overall, so they uh, uh, swept Delaware um, <laughs> three games. 
and then uh, lost the uh, the number fourteen Clemson by one, six seven to six. So really competitive in that game. Uh, had a game canceled against Canisius, and then they uh, went one and two against Canisius and lost to Moorhead State most recently. So a team we should, um, you know, beat both games. Um, you know, we Coming expect to win both team, games. So. Yeah, that's their next. Yeah, they've. You gotta yeah, win the home games. Yeah, they got a doubleheader tomorrow against Kent State and Kent State on Sunday. But yeah, we're coming to bomb. Um, I think it's supposed to be nicer weather. Those should be some uh, kind of late prediction? afternoon games. Oh yeah, let's do the uh, Charlotte prediction. Um, okay, let's go game one. Um, let's go seven to two. Hogs. Okay. I'll do game one, two, four, Razorbacks. Two, four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you go first on the second game. I think the second game, we're going to be a little bit more comfortable. We've already faced them. Uh, so I say that's going to be a, you know, eight to one. Eight to one. I, I like that one. Run. And every, and all all but one in. Okay. Well I wanna outdo you. <laughs> on the runs. <laughs> I'm gonna go thirteen to four. <laughs> oh wow. You're just gonna run it up, up on that one. All right. I like, oh, Wednesday, I like it. Tune up. That's a lot better than mine. Be hey, eight to one's nice too. Eight to one's a dominating <laughs> pitching performance. <laughs> well, we set our expectations high that one. That's good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. I'm sure they do. If they're playing for the Razorbacks, this program right now, they're they're expecting to win every game. Oh yeah, absolutely. So what do you know about uh, Louisiana Tech? <laughs> the um, the Bulldogs, right? Yeah, Louisiana Tech baseball down in Ruston. Yeah, you know they're um, they've been. See what they've been up to. You know, everybody's got these schedule changes. Um, Let's see. They played southeastern Louisiana. Oh, they're seven and two. Three, three, uh, all three games swept them. Went and beat Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, lost to Troy, but they won one game. Uh, oh, look at there! They played the Trojans and won wow. five to three. Hat Litterock on the road game. Well, goodness gracious, twelve innings. Yeah, and beat and Arkansas, Arkansas State tonight. State whipped their ass. Whipped their ass. So <laughs> goodness gracious, Why are they They're... playing all these Arkansas teams? What's up with this? Wow, they got a double header tomorrow. They're coming to beat us. That's going to be a that's going to be a good tune up before SEC starts. Ooh, they're gonna they're coming they're coming game, for man. it, man. Yeah, that's a. That's going to oh, be a that's big, big game. Yeah, they're yeah, doing big. pretty good this year. All right, well, I welcome it. Bring it on. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, say. we need it. We need it. I mean, um, <laughs> I like this. I kind of like, hey, I mean, uh, what's, what's I'm excited names? to beat them after they beat all these Arkansas teams, just so everybody knows we're the best Arkansas team. Exactly. We need to come out. We need to um, – yeah, we need to come with it and show them. I kind of, I'm more excited about. I'm, I'm more fired about the Louisiana Tech series than the Charlotte, just because like, hey, it's good competition. Oh, so yeah. they got this. Uh, 
So a couple of their really good outfielder guy, Richard Senior, Mason Mallard. That's a definitely a baseball Texas name. He's 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 bats four hundred on the year. Um, eleven RBIs. Um they got a guy who's hit three home runs already, still Netterville. He's a six two sophomore. Um, hmm. so he's got some pop pop in the lineup and Couple other guys, but Chris Clayton leads them with uh, 14 RBIs on the year, so they can score some runs at catcher. That's a big spot to be leading RBIs as your catcher to be your best batter. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's a that's a good ordeal. Well, would you want to do some predictions? Or? <laughs> oh no, we'll be uh, talking about that. Uh, this game start Friday, or we can. Yeah, we, well, let's, let's pick we can do let's the pick Friday game. Night. Let's do the let's Friday game. First. Yeah, good call. And then we'll All do right. the other two. Friday so, night, what do you think? Yeah. All right, I'll see here. I'm going to go Arkansas 5 to five to 3 in that first game. Friday night. 5 to 3 in the Friday night game. Mm-hmm. Let's go Arkansas 10 Okay. Louisiana Tech five. Nice. Okay. Okay. They're gonna put up a fight, but we're gonna beat them. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, they're gonna put up a fight. Man, I expect the Bulldogs coming here. You know, probably a roster full of guys around the area. You know, Louisiana, Texas, and places in Arkansas might have some guys from Arkansas. So. Mm-hmm. No reason we can't sweep them, but you know what I mean. I'd like to see us get you know really buckle down. You know. That's before. That's the last regular season uh, or the last weekend series, not against an SEC team. I mean, till June or yeah, till June or late May. Absolutely. So, I guess we need to talk about something that's not Arkansas football related. And uh, I mean, I'm gonna go something near and dear to your heart. The uh, Dallas Cowboys. Okay. What in the world's going on there, man? How about that situation? Witten's coming back. So a, was that an Onion article or? No, he's he quit Monday Night Football. One of the cushiest <laughs> jobs in the in the world. Uh, very high paying. Um, you just sit in the booth, or you watch. You know, you prep by watching football all week. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a Cowboy fan, I like it because he's a, our tight ends. Even though he's you know, 50 years old, uh, he's still a better option at for cheap. He's a better option at tight end than uh, what the Cowboys had last year. I mean, that was a, a weak spot. You don't have anybody to throw it to when you need it. He's a big-bodied guy that you just kind of give it. I mean, he's not going to get more to these days than five yards, but I, I like it. I mean, whatever. He wasn't the greatest on Monday Night Football. Uh, so, I, I dig it. All right, man. So, you're down for the bring old Witten back. Yeah, I'm down for it, man. What do you think's up with this coach? Do you think this is a uh, a good coach? You think they're let him go? What do you think about Jason Garrett? I, I know that a lot of folks say it's time to to give him the boot, and he, he seems to, from an outsider's perspective, lose a whole lot for a. Oh, he definitely does. Of like um, games, he should win too. Like, yeah, I'm not the. I, I wish they would have. I'm not, I've never, haven't been the biggest fan. Um, you know, there's some moments, a lot of moments that I've said, like, what the, you know, hell are you doing here, Garrett? 
So yeah, I would like to see a different coach, but, um, you know, what's so, so crazy, Chad, uh, that in today's NFL, you know, you have play, you have just for example, uh, like the Dolphins, uh, they had this Adam Gase, you know, he only coached two seasons, uh, roster, not, not the roster full of all stars, you know, he gets two in season, you know, I mean, they only went seven and nine or whatever. There's yeah. examples all over the league. You were the team. No, you know, the Buccaneers, two, three we turn years. over constantly. And then, and then you think, wow, it's Jerry Jones. He's a, uh, crazy, uh, he's a crazy guy. You think he would be like, man, I ain't got a whole lot left in me. I mean, I'm gonna, you think he would be the guy that like would fire? I mean, he got rid of damn Jimmy Johnson. Uh, mm-hmm. Won a couple Super Won a would have won a couple more with him. Um, but for some reason, he he loves Jason Garrett. But it's just something. I don't know, man. I I would have liked. I'd like a different coach. I mean, I don't know who, but. Would okay. like to change it up. I mean, I like him to hire Brett Beal. I mean, um, <laughs> tie back to we tied back to the beginning of the episode. Oh, get back to one of those defensive minded coaches that has a Super Bowl ring. That's God. exactly. We need to be giving up fifty points in games, multiple games in a year. Jeez, Louise. Well, what do you think? Do you think that? Uh, I guess I got one more Dallas question. And I used to really enjoy watching Jimmy Johnson uh, with the Cowboys, and <clears throat> I was kind of a, I was kind of a, uh, now the way I was, you know, with with basketball back when I was a kid with uh, the NFL, and I just watched, you know, whatever teams are, are doing the best at the time. You know, you had Emmitt Smith over with the Cowboys, and, but before that, you know, you had you know, that, uh, that Jimmy Johnson era, do you feel like the Cowboys are going to get back to that status of, of team where they are knocking on the door of a Super Bowl, Or do you feel like that this team needs a rebuild to get there? Honestly, I think I, I expect them to be in the playoffs again. Um, I don't know if they're, um, I really like, Dak Prescott, you know, I mean, he's mm-hmm. not, he's not, um, one of the best quarterbacks in the game, but he's really solid, you know, um, like, uh, he's really tough, uh, tough guy. Um, he's led him to the last three years to, to the playoffs and getting a win in each, but that's all they've been to in the last, um, several years is they haven't made it to the NFC championship game, you know, mm-hmm. since the, the last Super Bowl and, um, uh, you know, ninety five, ninety six. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I, I think they've got a lot of, I think they got a lot of solid players. Um, and the defense was pretty good last year, and once they made that move for Amari Cooper at wide receiver, it really turned around. But um, I don't know. It'd be nice. It's been a while though. I'd trade I'd, Dak I'd, for but, Winston if you wanted to. If we could do that. No, see, I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, Winston's probably more naturally talented, and I guess he's just been. <laughs> But no, I, I like I like Dak. I want him to keep Dak Scott. I'm just missing a little bit more. I guess they're just missing a 45 year old tight end and Winton just coming back. You know what I mean? And he's the key to it. You think so? You think he's going to come <laughs> back and be a strong type situation? Where... I'm telling you, we just no. I'm just deep somebody five yards every now and then. that's it. Man. I mean, that's I can't expect much. But what if he just comes back and tears it up? 
maybe there's i mean there's got to be some some reason i mean just like Goodness he just couldn't gracious. handle being retired man so he's just one more year and just putting it all out there. You remember george foreman came back and he had that new <laughs> fighting style where he just knocked people's hands down and then knocked them out and they throw he just mm-hmm. knocked your hand down and knock them out that was his. That was his style. He just blocked with one hand and then just knocked you out with the other. It was crazy, and he came back and won a dang championship. I mean, he came back not just a championship, man. He came back and won all three belts. And what was he fifty? It was crazy, man. You think he can do that? You think at 45 he's going to be able to <laughs> come back like that? Like He's like, wow, this looks like Gronk out there. This is, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess Gronk's getting up there too. So are we, fixing, are we fixing to see the well, end of all right. Witten's only 36. In? Witten's only 36. I apologize. He's not really 45. So 36 seems young compared to when I was joking about 45 and 50. <laughs> yeah, 36 is young, man. I agree it's, with that. Uh, I don't know if he'll get back. I mean, that's a lot of years of playing the tight end position in the NFL, but he just he said, fuck it, man. I know, excuse me, uh, what it means, but Maybe I don't he's know. He's got man. that it's brain crazy. injury stuff at CT. Yeah, he's just like, well, I'm, he's just like, well, I already know I do. I might as well just play football another year. I can't even memorize this stuff for this Monday night football. I'm just going to, like, Rocky. It's like, hey, can I just come back on the team and just like you just tell me go out there, just run, just give me three routes. I, I swear I can remember as these three routes, I can run them really well. And that's it, nothing else. That's all I can do. Just tell me when it's run and play. Say run play, and I'll go hit who's in front of me. Hard. It's just hard. Knock them out. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, that's that's the end of the podcast. All I got to say is. Woo pig suey. Go hogs. Back to the Hog Call Podcast.